Welcome to So Far So Rare. I'm joined by Nepenthes. We didn't do a lot of pre-talking, and I haven't spoken no. to you in a long time. So Don't need to, I mean, we've got that connection, haven't we? That's that it, vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's the cameras I have in your studio. But Yeah. <laughs> remember that time I was at your house? Remember, those, remember I went to the toilet? That's how I know what you're doing. Exactly. And we did spend a fair bit of time playing COD together for you know, a bit last year. Yeah. So. Do you play it anymore? No. I completely fell out of that, like, yep. hard. I think it's the yeah, you, well, you got like really famous in that, didn't you? So game changes people and there you go. You haven't got time for games anymore, mate. <laughs> no, what happened with, I think COD's the type of game, I think every game's the type of game where if your head's not in the game and you're not playing it a lot and then, you know, like everyone played, maybe a lot of people can relate to this. We all played shit tons of Warzone over COVID and then we all felt like we were amazing. Yeah. And then it, you go back to real life and you can play it once a week, twice a week, whatever it is. And then you just get frustrated because you're way worse than you think you are. Yeah. That kind of happens to me. And I don't know the new meta and I don't have it unlocked and I don't know this. So I just throw the toys out of the pram and don't really play anymore. But oh, I'll respect that. We have lots to talk about, Nep. Um, we do. What spreadsheet and everything, mate. Loads. Loads going on. Um, we have we talking points to do. They announced a few things today, which is going to take up the bulk of that. And, you know, we'll end up going down rabbit holes. I'm going to tell you a little story. Um, there's a pump permission. You're going to get to pump a few players. Give us something you'd add to the game. Yeah. I, th- I thought of something the other day, but I've forgotten it. What a great thing to add to the podcast. There's questions, and then I'm going to need you to pick a few players. But first, thanks to So Rare Data for supporting the podcast. You can sign up using the link below for two weeks free at their top tier. Give it all a crack. Um, it is the time of year to be signing up, you know, new season and all that. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. The first thing we need to talk about is this rewards rebalance update. Did you yeah. did you follow this? Do you have much to say about it? Do you want to fill people in or will I? Yeah. Yeah. So, so effectively, 20% of ETH from Global All-Star is going to champion Europe. 20% of ETH and cards from Global All-Star every game week is going to the long format tournament. Mm. And uh, it benefits me and it benefits you, John, because we've got deeper, stronger galleries. We can perform higher in those court tournaments and win rewards anyway, and the monthly ones get things out of there as well, which is nice. But it, I, I had a, I was like in the back of my head, I was like, it, it doesn't benefit the small guy because they're going to struggle even more to win rewards. The points required to get there is going to be higher. The reward you get is going to be less. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit like I, I think for the game it's bad. For me personally, it's good. But somebody in the your Discord actually made a good point. Like maybe it's them, like winding down how important and impactful global all-star is because it shouldn't be the best tournament the best tournament should be champion champion europe so that when saudi league eventually comes on board it's not just saudi league stars dominating global all-star which makes sense yeah i think balancing it across the board like where global all-star isn't this the be-all and end-all no does champ? I'm, I'm trying to think to myself. Do, does anything need to be better than, like, do you need champion Europe to be better than under twenty three to be better than Challenger Europe, better than Champion America, Asia, and Second Division Europe? You probably do in terms of ETH prizes, because I, the I think the I cards think are that way what, what well. they said was they want they they restructured the divisions in line with like footballing world and they put under twenty three in line with Champion Europe, which I think is silly because. Nobody cares about the under twenty three tournaments, really, you know. So that should be for me the bottom of the pile. But you think under twenty three um, should be bottom? It, well, only based on what they said, right? Their terminology was literally like 
like uh, to keep in line with how footballing is in the footballing world we've restructured it like this and it makes sense that the second division is at the bottom because no one cares about the second division when was the last time you went to an under 23s game yeah true, true. yeah so like in so rare sense under 23 is very valuable because it's some of the most exciting prospects on the platform 100% get that um, but it, it did make me think that it actually makes sense that champion Europe should be the absolute dominant tournament. It should be the first one that people want to enter because it should be the one where you can win the champion players, the best players in the best leagues in the tournaments. That that should be what it is, in my opinion. I am very happy I went and bought a Kimmich and a Kane now. <laughs> I am very happy. that That's worked out well. It's almost as if I was tipped off with insider information or something. Is that right? Yeah. I don't get those DMs from you, mate, so I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have a clue. I'm just thinking that's what people will say. But, like, I think... So, basically, Champion Europe's getting a bit of a buff in terms of yeah. ETH. Under-23, Challenge Europe, Champion America, Champion Asia are all staying the same. But Second Division Europe's getting 20% more card rewards. Yeah, which is really good, isn't it? Yeah. So they've had a wee review there. They've seen they can get away with it, and they're going to gradually increase throughout the season do you play second division europe yeah i actually like i it took me way too long to get involved in it last season but i think it's the best tournament for like new players in rare division i think it's better than the cat modes because i i won six second division tournament like on six rewards from it last year and four of those rewards i scored less than 300 points wow yeah, so I, I think it's like it's a fun one because you okay you might you know your players might be worth like ten or twenty quid you know some of the like one of the guys that I won was worth three quid and he come up trumps me in a in a actual reward in a lineup like a few weeks later, um, but other than the goalkeeper and the entry point for them you can get the defenders outfielders and like forwards for just like dirt dirt cheap and so yeah it's it's a nice one it's a nice entry point it's like that stepping stone I think more of a stepping stone. And kick off rare, I think it's more of a stepping stone from like limited up to res. Yeah. Your risk is so minimal. Do you know what I want to do? I've decided this. I want to build a St. Pauli stack, so I'll probably be competing in the second division. Um, I don't even know. But the question I... is, why wouldn't you put it into All Star? Because I have other players for All Star. I just don't really have yeah, the second sense. division. I just kind of want the stack because I, I want to. Basically, my dad loves the team. He loves them, and he's never really cared about football. But he's he's made that he loves St. Paul. You know, he follows them every week and he's all about it and he's his memorabilia and he wants to get over to Hamburg with the boys and this sort of thing. And it's all because of like what they stand for and what they're about and he thinks it's class, all very left-wing and socialist. And I just kind of want to... I don't really follow it, even though I'll stick the notification on, but I'd love to actually know. And you know whenever you have like a stack at a table, I'll be like following it. I'll be like, oh, he's in good form. Oh, he's been rotated and I'll know a bit more about the team. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's not like... My whole life now is football... And it's probably the only thing I have. Me and my dad do loads of other things together. We have a great relationship. But like in terms of like football, St. Paul is the only way that me and him will be able to like talk the same language. So yeah, I think I might buy the stack out of that. Whether or not it's a good idea financially or rewards-wise, who knows. But um, As long as you're having fun, mate. That's, that's the exactly, name of the game, isn't it? But that actually would be one of those. So now I'd be looking to see, like, right, who is the guy who... like Who are the guys? So I, I don't know. I think I think St. Pauli were like bottom Demodation. of the table for a good half of the season last season, and then in the yeah. second half of the season they turned it around and they did all right. They went on an absolute rampage for the second half. Of the yeah, season. 
I, I won a super rare from St. Pauli, Lars Ritzka. And I thought, brilliant. He's he's going to be brilliant. And he just he barely gets a minute on the field. So, Yeah. he um, Not him, but they lost their Pacarada, who was meant to be like, he, he was their captain, I think. But I see this guy, Saliakis, they've got. This is a very niche conversation, so we'll move it on. Yeah. <laughs> Saliakis has got unbelievable, like, pedigree if you want to look at his scores he must be on sets or something for him he's unbelievable um in fact i was I probably seen him play last season i was there when was i there last october or something You're a I true stand mate isn't you was it against you know Darmstadt? yeah look at that anyway um so yes the reward rebalance i i think i like the the move i do like the move i like the kind of slow taper away from all-star as you say being so important and i do think champion europe is the pinnacle and it is the biggest best most expensive player so yeah while you know it definitely makes sense for people who have the mbappe's well whatever's going on there but do you know what i mean to have whoever has yeah. the, it sounds i'm trying to avoid saying whoever has the kimmiches and the trends should yeah, win but more ETH. but when you're putting those guys in global all-star instead of champion europe that's a bit that is a bit of a problem isn't it my first response though my first reaction was like this is bad news like they're taking rewards away from global all-star to give somewhere else they're taking rewards away for the monthly like tournament and i thought this is it people just aren't going to like this but the more i've like kind of thought about it and processed it and it's like yeah this this is smart this is smart this gives you know it improves the platform as a whole in one sense, I just think people will be upset that it's going to be harder to win rewards if you don't have like a deep gallery or like a lucky game week or whatever. But yeah, and uh, I suppose you're taking you're taking rewards out of global all star that people with American or Asian or second division galleries could have entered. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. could have entered all star to win, but now you're taking some of that money over to champion where you really are not winning unless you have a pretty premium team. Yeah, you, you might get away on occasion with like a kind of mid-table team that gets a wee 3-0 win 4-0 win but like in reality you're probably not competing with the madrid the big boys Liverpool, city whoever stackers munich and then maybe that should be the way it is yeah 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 because i do think like and i know again that as you said we both have bigger galleries maybe than average so i always think like you have to try and play devil's advocate but equally if i sit back is it not fair that the people that buy the biggest cards and have the biggest cards yield more ETH. Do you know? Yeah. Like, oh, like, yes. Yes. But then, and here, here's, some, here's something that I think is a problem with So Rare that is impossible to fix. And that problem is that Messi, if Messi scores a hat-trick in the World Cup final, it's worth the exact same amount of points as if he scores a hat-trick against Clermont Foot when they win 10-0 mm. and that shouldn't be the way and it's the same with like when a second division player who's way too good for the league scores 100 points it's the same as anybody else's 100 points so if the best players and the biggest players should win the best rewards shouldn't they also be like scored appropriately compared to lower divisions mm. I think we're too late in the day to introduce it, but it's an interesting talking point. Yeah, is, I agree, yeah. You're taking out the likes of the, the Vanikins and the Sassinias and the whoever the Chicos have been over the years. Yeah. Because... Like the Wanitzek last year, he was insane in the second mm. division. But if he got moved or promoted, he's, 
he just wouldn't score as well, which means his points aren't as valuable in a better competition than the second division, yeah. but they are as valuable in so and but I agree it's way too late in the day to like change that or put in like coefficients or anything for points and 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 then you like where do you draw the line in the sand on like what tournaments worth more what players are worth more what what things happen that's worth more or worth less and yeah I think it becomes like messy there definitely just has to be a line in the sand but yeah it's just uh that you should like like if you win if you have like you know, let, let's go a bit, a bit more old school. If you have like Messi, Neymar, and um, Suarez when they were at Barcelona, and then like whoever, like PK and Xavi, or you know, obviously you need the goalkeepers or Tostegan. If you win an, a tournament with those, the best players for at the time, the best team in the world, yet somebody who's got like a St. Pauli stack, they rail some other team in the Bundesliga 2 and you win all-star like yeah. is that fair it's just not is it so bu buffing champion getting to the point buffing champion Europe is smart because it will just give more value to the best players on the platform yeah you want people playing their best cards in the division that'll win yeah like, you want people who have champion cards playing them in champion because that was something I was thinking before this I would, and maybe this does or doesn't I don't know if this is enough but it's like I need to look at the rewards whenever they're maybe they are published go and have a look at like I probably could. Could I go and have a look at the rewards for this weekend? Yeah, I think they're there. I, th I think yeah, only All Star has got full complement at the moment. Okay. So, like, if I did, I win a reward. It says I won a. I won a limited card. We'll open that later. Um, <laughs> woo! Uh, so, if I have a look at All Star Rare Pro, right? One hundred thirty-five cards, stars. Okay, ETH. Where does the ETH go down to? The top thirty people are getting two hundred scoops. Like, yeah, not bad. Okay. It's not bad. Uh, does Champion Europe have anything in it yet? Champion Europe. It should, it should have the prize pools, yeah. yeah. So down to 30, get 50 quid. But Champion Europe rare, 400, like 420 applicants, or applicants, participants, as opposed to 1,500 or something. So like you're talking a quarter of the entries, higher quality cards, 125 card rewards. Uh, there's, I'm not, sorry, I'm butchering this. So basically there's like a quarter of the cash on the table, two and a half grand as opposed to like nearly 12 grand actually. Yeah. Oh, that's breaking my head. Um, Yeah, need to go and have a look at that. But you do kind of want to incentivize people playing champion and champion because I was thinking about playing an all-star rare pro. Yeah. Or all-star rare just in chasing down those big ETH prizes. But anyway, the second part of that announcement from Momo at So Rare is their long-format global all-star rewards, which you've already alluded to. So it was announced in their product roadmap, they'll be, we will balance existing global all-star rewards across long-format and short-format prize pools. The long-format competition will distribute more awards than the short-format, and top performers will be rewarded with epic prizes. To do this, 20% of the ETH slash cash amount and so rare cards, cards rewarded each week in all-star will be reallocated to our first all-star long format prize pool starting in game week 403 which is september the first so does that mean 20 percent of am i right in saying these run for eight weeks eight game weeks yes yeah eight game so weeks 20 yeah. percent of every single week will be added in so essentially you'll have 20 percent of eight weeks will be yeah in the so, so yeah and then so like so what they said initially last month when they released that information they said that the short format will have 
more rewards than the long format. But they've changed that around now, and now the long format will have more rewards. And it, it kind of like the, the reason why it benefits people like you and I is because it takes your best four scores over an eight week period. So if you've got like a random midweek where a team slaps, you know, a Champions League mismatch, you're able to put up like a massive score that will just really heavily influence your overall um, score. But just in general, like the amount of times I and probably you have finished 10 or 15 points outside of a reward on a weekly, all of a sudden that can still be super valuable to the monthly reward and still get you in, especially if there's more there. So it is a good move. And, and I think, again, what what I thought initially was like this, and I'm kind of developing my thoughts as we're talking here, what I thought initially was like this hurts the smaller gallery guy, but what it actually does is it incentivizes people to have a deeper gallery, doesn't it? It incentivizes you to be smart with how you play so far, the cards you keep, and it's another one of those situations where it's like, okay, for the next eight game weeks, I've only got this team that has three games, so I need to figure out where I'm going to get another entry or two into All-Star to compete for the monthly and it, it can actually be good for the site as a whole, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, again, it's another one of those that incentivizes more cards, more cards, isn't it? And yeah. I think when I look at it, though, and again, I'm kind of developing thoughts as talking as you are, this just, uh, in terms of me, I was just talking about, oh, well, so basically, a dick on the table kind of time, but I went on my off-season move was I bought an Allison, a Kimmich, and a Kane to slap with a Trent, and I've got like a Van Dyke or like a million other decent people who'll play with a good fixture um to have like an absolute bitching all-star or champion rare team right but Allison's the worst goalkeeper for that john come on man get out of here Liverpool's shocking they conceded to darmstadt in a friendly yesterday like get, and they had they, yeah they had full strength Allison, lineup there. when Allison keeps a clean sheet he's stacking on my trent and the two boys between them are shooting 200 points Here's a problem as well with Trent. Sobosly looks like he's taking a lot of sets. Sobosly so Trent's going to lose. Yeah. Well, I mean, Trent. Does, if Trent steps into midfield, that is good. But I think you'd be better with Courtois. He's just a better keeper, isn't he? I have him. Oh, well, there you go. Don't use Alisson, mate. Alisson's garbo. You'll see this weekend against Chelsea, Kunku's out for two more months or three more months, and he'll still score against that Liverpool defence. <laughs> right. So do you think, so Sobosly is going to be like starting every game for Liverpool? I think so, yeah. So I should probably be picking up a Sobsley for the mid. Oh, man, I need to pick up a Sobsley and a, and a Salah. Yeah, I think Salah's going to cook. I think offensively Liverpool are going to be insane this season. Right, I'm going to go and revisit this. But my point, my point is this. <laughs> Just as I was saying about maybe I should enter that team in like Champion Europe now because of sense of me there. I should probably, every single weekend, with players like that, aim for the biggest possible score in All-Star Rare where there's yes. 12 grand of ETH up for grabs every single game week, or not every single game week, but weekends maybe, roughly the first one anyway. And then on top of that, I'm competing in a long-form tournament yeah. with grand prizes. Not Why would I bother going champion? So basically, I'm starting an All-Star Rare now, or All-Star yeah. Rare Pro. Well, all, all of the All-Stars, right? Because yeah. it's all, all of them. So All-Star Super Rare as well. You've got to be, got to be making sure you put your, put your team in. Because like, imagine All-Star Super Rare. You have that one weekend where you just slap and pick up like 580 or 600 points with this new fitness bonus and stuff coming in. That's going to put you in a great position to win a monthly reward as well. I've had a massive one here. I want to ask you a quick question after I tell you about mine. I want to know if you had any like, oh my God, um, 
like lucky transfer moves. So this one hasn't happened. But apparently Ajax are coming in hard for Hiroki Ito. I have a super okay. rare. I picked it up. Nice. If Ajax grab him, I'll be jizzing my wee pants. Yeah, that'd be very nice. But I, I got quite a few. I, I bought a full Arsenal collection and a full Arnold rare collection over the summer. Leonard. Amazing. Yeah. And a lot of their players have gone to way less teams or like Kochu as well to Benfica and Danilo to Rangers and um, a few other boys have moved where they're going to get first team football and such. So I'm, I'm sitting there like you know, with these massive collection bonus scores on all these players that are now going to get loads of football, which is great. Mm. Do you actually you have some cracking cards there. I have, Gabriel yeah. and Tierney and I'm just looking there. Like you have the super rares to go along with. The, you basically got everyone you'd want, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Have you any holes? Yeah, Steady. I need a goalkeeper, <laughs> super rare goalkeeper, just from, uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of fun ones, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I want to get, well, I don't know if I want to get Ryo or Ramsdale now. It's a bit bit contentious, isn't it? But um, I might go for Turner, actually, since he's going to move to Forest and be their goalkeeper. But I think Kaylor Navas kept like one one green score all of last season for Forest, so I don't know, I don't know if it's a smart choice. You don't want your goalkeeper getting piped every week, do you? And picking up like 35 points a week at best. I've just clocked you're the, you're the biggest Arsenal rare collector of, of their only season cards. Look at you. Yeah. And super rare as well, yeah. And super. All right, big dog. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, unbelievable. And you've only got 10 cards at super rare. I say only. I suppose it is super rare, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's quite it's quite tough. And they've actually, they've put three more on the market now. So I'm going to have to get my wallet out again and I'll pick up a few more. Are you enjoying the collector side? Obviously, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 filled like a big gap that I had. Like something was missing for me with so rare, and I, I could never tell you what it was. And I always kept saying like, you know, they need to gamify so rare. They need to gamify it. They need to give us something to actually just do on the site. Mm. And this was one of those things. You know, every day, every morning, I get up. Well, not every morning, get up and turn my PC. But when I come into my office, turn my PC on. I just go and look at all of like my like primary collections. Like Daegu, for example, and I'm like, right, has anyone listed a Jersey Mint or a number one mint of a Daegu rare that nobody cares about for cheap? Or has somebody listed in general a Daegu rare for like three quid because they think they're not important? And I'm going and picking them up and improving the collection. And even with that, I've had a few players like move on, get, get game time now, become like players where it's like I could either sell them for, you know, two, three, four X the profit, which still is only about 15 quid, but better than what I paid for them. Or I've now got another guy for a, a game week. Like, and again, in those off weeks where it's like, you know, Daegu might be the only game on an island game, I've all of a sudden got some rando guy that gets me some points. Why have you got Liga Deportiva, Universe, Taquito? Because they've got one of the best players on the platform um, in Alex Alvarado. Oh, yeah. And. And so I, I just went for them as a collection. And you know what you said about St. Paulie? So I started watching them now, and they won me. They I finished sixth in Champion America with a full LDU collection lot, like this game we just gone. Mm. And um, it's one of those things where just watching them for the two games I did watch them, you just learn, like, all right, who's captain? Who's set peace taker? Who's, like, the guaranteed 90-minute game guy? Who's the guy that's getting rotated in and out? And it, it's been fun because now, it just again, it gives me a bit more depth. They're, they're a lot better at home, but they're generally, like, the third-best team in, in Ecuador. Um, and you know they they beat and drew with like Botafogo home and away, so they're a, they're a solid squad, they're a solid team. 
And uh, since I bought Alvarado, he hasn't hit a decisive. So that's yeah, fun. I have his limited, and it yeah. hasn't really done much for me. I've just got that up on the screen to show people this ridiculous score. 1,480 score. You have the one-off of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I overpaid on some of them, but yeah, Man. I got the one-off of all of them. Once I started, I was I was paying silly for some of them, but I was like, you know, I'm just fully committed to this now. What and then so rare was started talking about how they'd like do things for like like best collectors and stuff and I'm like, oh, brilliant. Like no one's beating me for these guys. So if I can get a signed LDU jersey, it'll be worth it all. You you definitely deserve one for that. Do you did anyone start pushing you to act the maggot in the auctions, even though you they didn't want the card? Like did they just make you pay so rare? Yep, one guy. And I, he must have just been a viewer. And and he did it with final cards. Yeah, he did it with LDU cards. Like he's he's done it with a fair few of the uh, the collections that I was going for. But listen, I'll tell you what about collecting now. Like anyone that's watching this podcast that has watched my content knows that I love collections and I bang on about them too much, right? But collections are just perfect, right? When fitness comes in and Cap Two Forty changes and you need three hundred points, and instead you get like the XP bonuses and stuff, having a collection and playing Cap Two Forty with that collection is ideal because you will always have a a five that you know will start that you could put in there get the benefits of resting and keeping that 10 percent fitness get the benefit of the five percent collection bonus it's just like just easy dubs isn't it it's just easy money hopefully the yeah. next thing i wanted to talk about and i don't really know what i want to talk about but i'm just going to start talking Do it. it's basically about the position the game is in coming into the new season um the next game week ends at time of recording two days and 18 hours this is going out on Friday. We're having to record this on a Tuesday because I'm going off to London tomorrow um, for a few days to get a load of kind of pre-season-y content on. I'm actually going to Chelsea-Liverpool, which will be fun. Nice. I have somewhat yeah. of a Chelsea kind of half stack and then I have a Liverpool stack or two, so it should be good fun. Um, but it's the kind of state of the free-to-play game at this time of the season in general I want to talk about. Now, I know they put out comms I could go and find them. Where are they? About this. Basically, they're like, whenever new cards are released and blah, 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 blah. Let me see. Can I find it? Is it in support, maybe? Or is it in announcements? Announcements? All right. Ahead of Game Week 397, opening for submission on Friday. Two important updates. So, the Game Week deadline times return to like the 3 o'clock in the day. That's um, like UK time. Yeah, that's perfect. Eastern. Yeah, great. They're doing that for whatever, blah, 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 blah. All right. European amateur competitions are back. Now, remember, this is kind of like the main place they onboard new users, isn't it? Now, yeah. Obviously, the app's coming and this kickoff, whatever, but all that's not there till September or whatever. So, the Premier League, La Liga, and French League are all live now. This is amateur, semi-pro, and pro. Serie A and the Bundesliga will start in Game Week 399. You can use your current common cards to participate in amateur competitions. Your current common cards will keep their card bonus until we release the new season cards. You can make four card swaps instead of two ahead of each game week. Once the 23-24 season cards land for a specific league, they're going to reset the draft and remove all of our current common cards to that league. You'll have the opportunity to redraft with the new season common cards from scratch. They'll also revert to their original two card swaps per game week rule. Now, I understand that, that leagues and clubs are a nightmare to deal with. And I yeah. understand that photo days and this is and that's and getting rights and things, T's crossed and I's dotted or whatever, is a nightmare. 
But I think it's a bit of a shit show when I go and look at my Premier League amateur team. And I actually kind of enjoy doing these. I have like Eddie and Kedia, Brennan Johnson, Saka, Casemiro, Trippier, Kyle Walker-Peters, Lloris and Robert Sanchez. Now, a lot of these players I ended up getting myself into a wee hole with or it was to do with fixtures at the end of last season. Yeah. I would love to completely redraft. Even if I'm keeping the old ones, give me six swaps. Like, four yeah. isn't even enough. It doesn't even touch the sides. Like, basically it's going to take me a week to fanny about to get it back to To get your team back together. Yeah. I don't get why it's not like a redraft of the old season cards, even if it has to be that. Well, so like half like part of the problem as well is part of the issue is three teams got relegated, but they're not in it anymore. Mm. And like PSG lost their license, so you can't get PSG players anymore. Like not that you'd want Mbappe now anyway, or Neymar. I think he's still injured or whatever. But it's it is just a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. And you know, I want to make a lot of uh, content around the free to play side of things. And as you say, like it's the onboarding side of things. Like it's how people first come on. And in FPL, they don't go on and have to use last season's guys on last season's budgets for the first few weeks. Like, this should be something that they, 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 there must be just an easy solution to be like, look, for the first four game weeks, you're going to have no faces on the cards. They're going to be new season cards, but they're not official like mints. There's no official pictures. And then they'll get updated when the pictures are updated. And the rewards will be old season cards until the new season cards come in. At least that way, people could just go and draft their draft. Like, you know, if you're a Burnley fan and you come onto Sora and you're like, right, let me go into this Premier League draft. And it's like, oh, there's no Burnley players there because they got promoted last season and they're not in it yet. You're probably just going to click off and never click back on again. Yeah. I yeah, I agree it. with you. I don't know. Yeah. And I mess. don't know what they need to do, but it's a bit of a piss take. Like, ugh. Um, I just think it's like, I remember a few weeks ago I was talking about, oh, I wonder will they announce a season-long competition. Now, they ended up going for the eight-week thing instead. That's fine. Yeah. So, but this this game just, this is the main, you're an affiliate too. Are you an affiliate? Yeah. So they, yeah. like, this is like, they always bang on about the free-to-play modes and the, you can play for free in this. I have said this already. From working at Fantasy Football Hub's YouTube channel, I am telling you, in the fantasy space, and maybe they're different games and blah blah 95% of signups to sites like Fantasy Football have come this week. Now, yeah. Because people traditionally view fantasy football as like a season-long thing. Now, so rarely yeah. isn't that, and it's about how they market that and their messaging. But when you're meant to be marketing people and sending people up this week, and you have, to be frank, an old, dated, shite game, Premier League Amateur, for the free-to-play users, honestly, I don't think it's good enough. I think it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's like without, it's fucking dropping the ball is what it is. I don't think it's good yeah. enough at all. Yeah. Oh, kind of, I, did, I, I didn't plan on being that savage, but the more I think about it, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, no, and, and you are right. Like I, I didn't even think about like the fact that you know with FPL, like like everybody, especially like this week, right now, this is it. Like this is when everyone's getting involved. And if Sora had a, a up to date season plan. And we could all sit here and start making our content on here. They would gain loads of signups. As I say, if I then I'm I'm now kind of like waiting for the new stuff to mm. then make the content. And by then, people have already forgotten about their FPL lineups. You know, I'm I'm the sort of guy I'm like, yeah, I play FPL for like two or three weeks, 
and then I kind of lose interest. I forget about it, and every like month, I'm like, oh yeah, let me let me go see how it's doing, and then you just don't care. Yeah. Well, that three weeks is already going to have passed when so rare. Like, oh yeah, let's get our new season stuff in. Here you go. People are just not going to care at all, are they? I just think it's like the new season buzz, and I know they're very different, and I know it's not about they're not trying to be the same as FPL, so like their timing isn't the same and all the rest. I just think like. Premier League buzz, fantasy football, football's back. Here's our free-to-play Premier League game. Like, I should be doing... My plan was... I actually have it in my little, like, ideas. Like, ahead of this month, I kind of put out ahead, like, okay, what's so videos will it do? And one of them was, like, my final Premier League draft or whatever it was going to be titled to kind of hammer home that, like, free-to-play side of the game. It's not happening. So, I don't know. And I get it. Like, honestly, I get it. I did a little bit of player access and even doing a little bit of player access, it is ridiculous the shit these people make you do and jump through. Yeah. So I yeah. know the level so rare is operating at is like that times 100. So I know they're having a nightmare and I know they're trying their best. But I just think whatever this this four swaps or whatever, I just don't think it's really engaging enough. And I think they're missing the, they're missing the boat this week, to be yeah. frank. But... We'll see. Maybe they have a common plan. I also think it's time for market, and they keep talking about market, and I feel like they've been talking about turning on taps and marketing forever. Maybe they've done a bit, and we see the wee bit, the so rare and the boards at the side of games. How yeah. effective really is that? We've seen all sorts of companies do stuff like that in the past. Yeah, um, yeah let, let me ask you a question. The, a game that you went to, let's say, five games ago, who were the adverts on the board? No idea. I can't even tell you yeah. the last game I watched the advert. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It really doesn't have that. It's, it's good for brand awareness, but it's not good for like Standard chartered, up. probably. Yeah. Or like yeah. there. Or like, I don't know. Some, I think uh, like I see the so rare one because I see so rare and I know the game. But if you don't know it, it's just another thing on the boards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you just see so rare, you'd you be like, oh, what's that? And then that'll be it. We'll be it's walking cool. out of the stadium. Yeah. Like it is cool for like clout and like credibility and whatever else but still i don't know it doesn't really count go and sponsor a team that'll be fun um yeah and even that maybe isn't enough but anyway yeah ads and stuff is probably the way just more i don't know that's a different conversation anyway i just think the free-to-play modes leave a lot to be desired and i know it's hard for them and i know but the french league now if they don't have psg and they don't have a couple of other ones there I really didn't enjoy Serie A last season. I don't know if they've changed any of that, but I felt it was crap. I felt like yep. you didn't really have enough of the teams. Like You couldn't target fixtures and players. You were basically playing with the crappest teams yeah. in the league. Yeah. And everyone had to have like Kovarit Scalia. And everyone would have went for a double Napoli because we're really the only team you could... Maybe Milan, but they weren't playing great for a long time. Anyway, is there anything else you want to discuss before we get into like other little segments? Um, no, not really. I think covered, covered everything right. that they had there, yeah. I tell a wee story of the week each week on the podcast, Nap. Um, oh, no, I'm ready for it. Now, this week's one's very short, but it was probably the highest my heart rate went this week. I legitimately nearly put my pants. I mean, like, honestly, it was, like, this close to being story of the week that you wouldn't believe happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. and it was about two hours ago. I was down okay. at the beach. I was down at the beach chilling out we walk walking along and i said you know what you know what's really nice throwing stones on the beach because you know i don't know i don't know why just throwing stones towards the water now i was just out of the gym bit of a humble braggy thing i'm going a bit channy on you here show a flex in a bit 
but like I just done a, a big R class thing, legs and all that. And at the end, because I'm going over to London, I did a bit of upper body, a bit of arms as well, a bit of a burn. Of course, mate. Yeah, why wouldn't you? From the biceps, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a wee bit, all I had to say, I was a wee bit tight. And maybe like my grip was going. It was a wee bit like I didn't have full control. I swear, I was throwing them for some reason underarm, hurling these stones out. And it was like this, this tide was out. So it was all like rocky and they'd bounce around a bit. And it was quite therapeutic. I took a stone about the size of my fist and went to throw it I swear to god I am a pretty coordinated guy (laughs) like I've thrown a 180 in darts that's how coordinated I am you know I can throw things one twice I've done that twice that's not a regular occurrence I threw the stone and it went over my head (laughs) about 20 feet in the air and I turned round and there's two little girls burying each other in the sand I swear to god this is I am telling you no word of a lie I I didn't know what to say I didn't want to shout I didn't want to start running I just kind of like you know the kind of like that moment (laughs) this thud as it was like a meteor had struck the sand beside him I I mean about four feet away if I'm being honest it was probably like six feet but that's still pretty fucking close yeah close enough yeah and they looked up and I looked at their mum and I was like I am so sorry and the mum was like what and I was like, oh, you didn't even notice. I've ratted myself out. I was like, I just was trying to throw a stone that way, but I threw it 20 feet behind me and nearly killed your daughter. I was just like, <laughs> oh, you should have gone to Specsavers. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking thank God. You do not realize I nearly, like, absolutely beheaded your daughter. Like, it was... So that was... It's a bit of a shit story compared to some of the other ones in terms of its length and in terms of a build-up. But in terms of what happened to me this week, that yeah. was the, like, I near crap myself. It's one of those life-changing events, isn't it? One of those things where, like, like you know, imagine it hits her in the head and that's it. Like, we wouldn't be sitting there doing this pod now. We'd be... Oh, she'd be... Uh, I mean, that was, like, a, it was the size of my fist. A rock. Yeah. 20 feet it in would, the air. It would be, it would be trouble. It's, it's, it is, like... It's so. It's always, like, innocuous things like that that just end up being, like, genuinely life-changing, life-altering, right. life-shattering, like... You know, for, for that mum, imagine she's like, oh, I literally just went to the beach with my two daughters for a little walk and a play on the sand. And this thug starts throwing stones at their heads, you know? Like, yeah, we're laughing now, but I'm getting like, a, like almost like butterfly, you know, like that icky feeling, like, Jesus Christ, I nearly ruined my life. Yeah, literally. I can just see the headline. Yeah. YouTuber kills kid with stone. Or like, yeah. what would they call me? Would they call me a thug? Oh. Influencer, they'd probably say that because it's a more icky word. Yeah. Yeah. Influencer Ooh. wanker. Yeah, fantasy oh, football God. influencer. But you know the um, I remember at school one time throwing stones is a fun thing. It's it's a funny one where I remember when I was a bit younger, you used to throw stones at your mates and stuff. Not a hell of a lot. It wasn't like I, I did that. I don't know what day. kind of school you went to, mate. But we never used to say that <laughs> dashing throw stones at each other. No. Well, we didn't really do it. But I remember one day I threw a stone from about thirty feet at my mate's wee brother, and his wee brother was walking away. And it was one of those where it wasn't a big stone. I mean, it was like, I don't know, half a tennis ball, maybe, maybe. Less. But I hurled this stone at him and I didn't think it actually hit him. I was more trying to like hit his legs or like make it go past him and scare him or something. And it was going right at his head, right at the back of his head. So naturally to stop him like getting hit in the head with the stone, I went, Mark, duck. But he just went, huh? And turned around and clocked him in the forehead. I'd have been better saying nothing. And it's one of those where like, I was throwing the stone to not try and hit him. But why the fuck are you throwing a stone at him then if you're not trying to hit him? It's, I don't know. It's a little bit worrying, John. I can't lie that you've you've now got two 
near stories well, about throwing stones at children. So I was a child in the first one. That's different. <laughs> well, it doesn't change the facts, does it? <laughs> it does. It's very different. If you kiss a 14-year-old and you're 14, it's okay. All right, all right, right. If you throw a stone at a 14-year-old and you're 14, it's I okay. I don't think that's okay still, though, to be fair. <laughs> Maybe not. Anyway, moving on. I'm digging <laughs> yeah, myself a yeah. hole here. <laughs> right. yeah. So, uh, pump permission. Time for you to pump a few players. Um, yeah, go on in. I want an under-23 player first, and you'll hear me tip-tapping away. I've got Song Min Q. He's uh, the Jean Buc Motors striker. Song um, Min Q. I see him, yep. Yep, and because I've been... Uh, because I also have a Jean Book rare and limited collection. Um, I've been watching them a bit, and they sold Chogu Song to Michelland, and he's kind of like getting first team football because of that. And he's he's a good talent. Like his scores aren't so great on so rare, but he is. I, I think the second half of the season he's going to come real good and bag a whole bunch of goals. Love it. Under twenty three till the end of the season. Yeah, um, yeah, not much on it, but sixty seven quid the rare, less than a fiver for the limited. We love to see it. Who is our bargain pick? Bargain pick is Quintero from LDU Quito. How do we spell it? Quintero. Ander, how do you spell it? Q U I N T E R O Quintero. He's a right back. You'll know, you'll, you'll know him because his face is like brilliantly smiley. Darwin. Darwin Quintero. Oh no, I just see a guy and he's smiling a lot. You did say smiling. Uh no, Ho yeah, Jose Quintero, yeah. Jose, okay. Jose, Look up Darwin yeah. Quintero if you want to smile. He's playing the MLS, isn't he? Jose Quintero, thirty-three at oh yeah, LDU, your favorite. Jeez, look at those scores. Yeah. yeah, so he was like twenty quid for his rare a few weeks ago. Um, and he's still now even only like forty quid. Why is he only and forty quid? I, I don't know. And so he takes a lot of sets. He takes corners on the right side and free kicks on the right side. He's like a flying winger. So he gets down the byline a lot, a lot of crosses, a lot of assists. And he's he's like the vice captain. So when the captain got subbed off yesterday, he takes the armband. So he's like as sure as a sure thing as you can get for like 40 quid. I might just snap by one of these. <laughs> something else going on. He's 33 nope. years old. Like, is there two, two no, I've, super I've... rares were snapped? Yeah, they've been bought like a couple hundred quid. So I, I did. I, I was going to get the one on auction, but I decided to save my funds for the Arsenal Super Rares instead. I might just snap by one of these. 64 quid, some chancer has them on the floor at. Oh, is that right? Mm. Floor's at 64 yeah. quid. Just, just wait until he doesn't get a 90 plus score and it'll drop back down into the 30s. That's that might right. be a few weeks though, because he's, he's solid, you know. Let's see, that's going off of this, this cool cat, like 45 quid. So he can tell me no. Um, oh, I should have done this in eighth point. What's that like? Not two? Eight? Something like that. I'm going to send a wee offer there. I'll probably get rejected. I did this yesterday. You know one of those ways. I'll send a wee offer and probably get rejected. And it wasn't rejected. And I picked up uh, Calvin Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Nice. Who uh, just, if he shakes injury. I know he's been injured a lot. But he's like, he is very Trent moldy. And he scored really well before. Um, yeah. And he's championship now, isn't he? So... Yeah. Um, He's a good could, one. Could we under 23 to have? I hope if he shakes injury. Anyway, Jose Quintero. I actually like love that pick now. Like, <laughs> those scores are obscene. And I can't believe... Whatever with the limiteds, the, the rare price is beautiful. Okay, who's our, yeah. our last pick? It's Diogo Gonsalves. 
from uh, Copenhagen. I was hoping because they're playing right now in a Champions League um, a qualifier and he's not having the greatest game, but he has been insane since he moved there and especially this season. Where's their season run? Uh, it started like three, four weeks ago. Really? Yeah, he's, I've actually I haven't looked at his price in a while. His price is actually flying up. Yeah, looking at it there, he's a uh, yes, stupid, stupid scores. Yeah, his price is on a bit of a rampage. Last yeah. month, one month ago, he was selling for about a tenner. Nice, yeah. forty six quid. Anyone who says yeah. you can't make money on so rare these days is full of shit. Yeah, they are. Yeah, just, just go buy hundred of him at ten quid, and there you go. Eighty three quid to three twenty nine for the rare. That's not messing about. Yeah, so he's again, he's like set piece taker, penalty taker, um, and and general playmaker for the team. So, and he's just like he's one of those players that is just way too good for the league, like the standard of the league. He's just far far better than it. So even though he might have a stinker here and there, like today, we've got two minutes left. Um, he's going to have a cracking season. I love it. Three nice picks. What is one feature you'd add to the game? Bonus Cosmetic picks. season pass, like Fortnite. Okay. Talk yeah, something you. like you know, just accumulating points through Talk to me different like divisions. Uh, so you pay, hey, like you can have the free one, but the free one you'll get garbage out of. But you pay like I don't know, like five thousand so coins or ten thousand so coins, and for every points milestone you hit, hundred points, two fifty, five hundred, a thousand, up to say a hundred thousand points for the season, you just get something. Might be some so coins back. It might be a special club badge it might be a so rare hat that you might already have you know and then the, the like the end prize is like you know that zidane experience like maybe like entering into a tournament if you get to the end you get to play in a special weekly event some weeks later and the winner of that event gets to meet the arsenal team you know things like that mm. i like it i like it a lot i think it's it's just very it's the way like fortnite cod and even fifa kind of went that way did they yeah, they got their seasons in there now, yeah. Uh, Terrible, mind of, you. But... Yeah, a lot of games do. Yeah. Like, so I could do a version of that, surely. Yeah. You do get... But, but basically, remember, remember when I first joined? I was talking to Laird about this the other day, actually. Remember when I first joined? And the they kept talking about the progress bar. Mm. And I remember dear, like talking to you, and you were saying, like, oh, like, you know, hush, hush, but it's coming. I was like, yeah, all right, Nice. And then it just never came, did it? Yeah. <laughs> they done we everyone all thought in. It was it's, it's kind of like a progress bar, but a, but a little bit more gamified, like for cosmetic items instead. Mm. I like the idea, and you do get bonus points, bonus fake points, because I've never heard. Strange that I've never heard it before. Yeah, Maybe it's like something that people have talked about before. Maybe you don't. I'll give you the bonus points anyway. Um, Take some fake points. Yeah. Yeah. So not many people get those because people always come here with ideas I've heard before. Yeah. When I put out for questions saying you were coming on, I got a lot more engagement than usual now, so people like you or hate you. It's one of the yeah, other. Probably, probably the latter, yeah. <laughs> so, um, first question, well, the first thing I see here is where did I get that pick this time? I have a nice little pick of you with the blonde quiff. Yeah, it's a nice one, that, isn't it? I like it. When was that? Oh, God knows. I went for a couple of years period where I was like, just dyeing my hair pink and blue and blonde and all sorts. Yeah. You see, like, I'm a content guy now, and I was thinking I should grow a mullet because that's what all crazy content guys do. Mate, I had a massive... I had, like, the longest hair, like, literally down to my shoulders about three years ago. Mullet or just long hair? No, no, just, like, just like long, luxurious locks. Really? 
really? I'm gonna Google. Yeah, that. and a massive beard as well. Napan says long hair. Oh wow, you did. Wait, did that come up, Nepenthes? Do you know here's one here's a funny one for you. Now, I don't know if you can do this or users people can play along at home, right? This I, this kind of creeped me out a wee bit. You see if I go onto TikTok. Yeah. Maybe this is just for me. And if I go over to search and I type it, type in John Nellis. Okay, it's not actually as creepy now. Maybe <laughs> I'd said something in a um short or something. I don't think I would. So now I'm getting John Ellis FPL, John Ellis Sorare, John Ellis West Ham. I wondered I shit on them recently. John Ellis Football, John Ellis Wrexham. I haven't really done anything about them. Regardless, for a while the like top result was John Nellis girlfriend. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh wow, okay, this is a bunch of little thirteen year olds who watch me on TikTok thinking, what's Big Man about? <laughs> Literally, you yeah. Know? But like, I've just went and searched for Nepenthes long hair, and about forty images pop up of you with like long hair. Believe it or not. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, right, next one. I'm just going from top down here. If there's any you particularly want to answer, holler. Excluding all the this is from Swiss Mafia. Excluding all the additional new bonuses that contribute to a player's XP percentage bonus slash percentage bonus. Do you have a target mind for what you deem as a good slash target level of player XP gained via just playing and training? So, basically, what level do you like your cards to be? I think that question kind of is. Like, what's I mean, a good like, level? It's really like level starts 14. to get harder. I was about to say 15, it starts to get really, it's a grind. Yeah, yeah level 14, the, level 15, because that still gives you like 7%. So, if you've got no fitness and no collection or anything, you're still like, it's still a reasonable scorer. I do tend to find if I've got like, level 12 or something like it's a bit like it's not quite as strong but i think it all depends on where you're at in the game like i've been here for years and i have a lot of level 20 cards so it's all yeah. relative whereas like yeah. some people maybe their level 12 and 13 card is their highest level yeah you know? um, I, th I think it's kind of irrelevant though isn't it the question because xp is there and collection bonus is there and fitness yeah. will be there and yeah yeah marco sullivan with the most popular youtube uh, sorry our youtube channels so congratulations to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but what piece of advice would you give to aspiring so rare content creators? This is a very niche um, question that ninety nine percent of listeners probably aren't going to do. You know, do you know what it is? And I think you're a prime example of this. One of the biggest things I I think you were talking about it in one of your podcasts Just recently. Be other other than that, that was that was the top of the list. But uh, you know, strokes are only going obvious. off today. So yeah. yeah. Um, is the gear a better mic a better camera a, like just a professional look like and like, honestly like being a good speaker is very important and you're a naturally good speaker and you know after so many years in the industry i'd like to hope i'm naturally a good speaker there's a lot of guys that i watch in all, all facets of content fifa sorry whatever it may be and they're just really uncomfortable to listen to like, you know, you get that feeling that they don't even, they don't have faith in their own selves of what they're saying and they fumble around and they get confused. And if they make a mistake, it's there still. Like, okay, if you're doing live content, it's a bit different. But when it's a video and there's a mistake, like, go and rectify that mistake. Don't put that video out with a mistake. And I think it's things like that, just like, just polishing up on your 
ability to hold a conversation with yourself probably be one of the biggest beneficial factors in so rare space um because a lot of it is just talking to yourself yeah it is as i talk to you but you're right a lot of the like, yeah. main videos are just chatting shit to a screen um, <laughs> i think like the gear one's an interesting one because i think a lot of people get involved in content and they're like trying to do it super 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 budget and that's fair but i think it depends on the line of work you're in or the line of like i don't know content you're in as well where i know like ryan trahan shoots all his videos on like an iphone but that's different we're sharing yeah. screens and doing stuff like that here i think the reality is if you have enough money to be spunking it in so rare nfts you probably have enough money to spend 50 quid in a mic if you really want to uh, give it a go if you were going to go and play if you were going to go and play golf you'd buy clubs if you were going to go and play football you'd spend 80 quid in a pair of boots yeah you know if you i also think hobby, if you can't afford that don't do it yet until you can afford it like if your dream is to make content Go and get some extra weekend work. Go and get some extra evening work. Yeah. Go and start mowing people's lawns. Make that cash to get what you want to start that journey. Yeah, 100%. I think, like, my one that I won't bang on about is just consistency. Like, what yeah. people do and what people don't see is, like, if I'm talking about myself as the example, I don't know what it was like for you. I don't know if there was a moment. But for me, the moment was the World Cup this year. But before that World Cup, there was three and a half years of putting out content, getting 800 views, getting 600 views, getting 1,000, 5,000 views in a big video, whatever it is. But it's like there's three and a half years of consistency and I put out at least one piece of content every week, be it a podcast like this. Then I got into YouTube videos. Then it was a couple of YouTube videos a week. Then it was a yeah. few. Then it was three. Then it was four every week plus a podcast. And it's just that every week, showing up every single week. Whereas yeah, I think a 100%. lot of people get stuck into this and they're like, oh, I want to do the fun vlogs and I want to get the experiences and I want to get the views and I want to do this, but they don't realize like the amount of work that goes into thumbnails, editing, yeah. equipment, lighting, ideas, you know, actually yep. sitting down and doing it, actually uploading yeah, storyboarding it, writing something and writing a title, yeah. promoting it, growing your, it takes time and people yeah. come in and they're like, I want to do it. And they're all enthusiastic. And then they get 42 views and they're like, oh, yeah, but well, yeah. funnily enough, with the way YouTube is now, you could, like there's so many channels with like almost no subscribers that are getting millions of views on videos because the videos are just good. Like yeah. if you uploaded your next video that you think is like a genuine high level piece of content, like the stuff that you've been putting on your other channel, um, if you uploaded that to a brand new channel with zero subscribers, it I think it still well. get more than hundred thousand views just because it would just get found eventually because it's Rob quality content. Yeah, it is getting a lot better. Yeah. Um, and that's how, like, again, I think being, like, having the right gear, the right mindset, being able to hold a conversation with yourself, being consistent, like you say, I think that's how why it's so important. Because if, like, if you've got some guy that's like, right, I'm going to, I've got two tickets to, like, Preston against Sheffield Wednesday. First of all, no one cares. Mm. But they're the only tickets that you could get hold of. And then if, like, what, like, how are you going to make that video? And how are you going to make it fun and enjoyable? And if you just don't know, then you've got to get on block one and just do a live stream for an hour and talk to people and see how you like it. Like you've got to build up to that. Like you, you can't just start by jumping in at the deep end and hoping that you can swim. Yeah, 100%. I'd say like just get started and stick at it and you'll learn. But it's not going to yeah. happen overnight um, unless you've already yeah. got a lot of understanding because even like today, the amount of things I'm learning about content today, I sat down with Alex and again storyboarded out the video we're doing on anfield i mean a lot of people, everyone else who's not anfield experience probably their content out two months ago we took a bit of time off and the way we're doing the video it's seemingly it's somewhat timeless but like that'll hopefully be out next week but i mean when i say we've put hours 
into just sitting talking through the bits and where we're going to put what and how we're going to tell this and how we're going to do that like you're not going to just do that as your first video yeah no chance you wouldn't even know where to begin would you if that was no. your first piece of content no no even like i remember like the start like not knowing for a vlog to have a gimbal to steady the camera and you go and you make that mistake yeah. and you learn but like it's just there's so many wee things you need to learn anyway Marcus Sullivan also asked, fitness bonus is being scrapped. Instead, collection bonus will be increased to 10%, but this will be capped at 5% unless in your club collection you have cards for another season. This is announced by the Sora team. Would you rather this or the fitness bonus? Fitness bonus. That just sounds way too complicated for no reason. Yeah. I tend to agree. I do wish, I do think I prefer the collection bonus over the fitness thing. I wish the collection bonus was up to 10%. I'd, like, I'd, be, up, I'd be all about that. I think 5% seemed fair when it came out, but now that we're getting a fitness bonus up to 10, it's like, well, I want my collection to be more because I think it's like, I don't even have any massively overpowered collections. This would suit you. But like, um, yeah, yeah. I just think it's more fun. Uh, so I, I think fitness could be different to what people think. I have a, like when um, Dan was on Sorry Day's podcast, he talked about, the game that they used for the fitness thing that they absorbed it from, and it wasn't FIFA. It was uh, one of the Football Manager online games. I can't remember what it was called now. Top 11. Top 11. And in Top 11, the way fitness works is what, like you'll play a game and you'll lose like 40% fitness or you'll train your cards and you'll lose like 10% fitness and then you put them into the fitness center and every three hours they gain 2% back, but you can pay the tokens to, to like generate that faster and you can earn the tokens through playing the game. I anticipate fitness on so rare because they talk about like the stadium and the, the fitness center and stuff. I anticipate that like once you're like, let's say your player goes into a game whilst in a team and in a game week, like he's on 10%, he plays his game, he's down to 7%. I think you're going to have to go straight into the fitness center and plug him in and start working towards him back up at 10% before the next I game like week. And the I think idea of real time. I like that idea. Yeah. Because, because that could... again gives you people a reason to get on the site you'll have to like go in exactly. and manage your players and be like right I'm, i've got three hours on him let me set a timer then i'm gonna go and plug exactly. him in and get his fitness back yeah that's, just gonna that's say, what i, really I think like it's that. gonna be i think that's really engaging because then it's about yeah. strategizing around and it, it is more time on the site it is more maintenance when you have a big gallery it is another thing to think about so there are downsides but ultimately but that's where if you like if you're on holiday and you miss a couple of days you're like well that's not fair well for a couple of bucks you just go and buy the fitness pack and get them back up to 10% and start again yeah. and manage it better and not have to micromanage it so much. Or, or if you're just a whale and you just can't be bothered to keep plugging in cards on a continuous cycle, you just spend like $5, $10 and just get everybody up to 10% fitness for every game week. That's how I think that they can make fitness really fun and engaging and still have it so that microtransactions will drive another revenue source to the game. Mm. Um, I might be wrong. It might be terrible. <laughs> That's just how I would work it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I, like you've, you've made me look at it a different way. I like that. I like the the real time idea. I think that's good from an app as well. You like they could be picking out notifications on an app, like your player is yeah. fully rested or something, and then that's someone. Yeah. Going, oh, swap them out. Back yeah. in. Here we go. Um, this is a question for you. Anders wants to know why isn't there more big FIFA slash football content creators on Sora? I'm not necessarily talking about creating Sora content, but just playing it in general. How do you know they're not? True. That's that. <laughs> the reality is, I, I, you, yeah. I don't, I don't know why they don't make content on it. I, I do see a lot of like 
a lot of like traders in FIFA have done well on so rare. In fact, one of the guys that made hundreds of millions of coins in the FIFA's trading and used to sell them to coin sites and made a really cracking living came onto so rare for a whole bunch of Asians, one all star and all star rare pro in the same game week, sold up and buggered off. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> and bye it just made it. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think there's a lot of FIFA guys. I, I think a lot of, especially the smaller guys, are branding, rebranding to so rare guys instead of FIFA guys because it might, maybe it's uh, easier to like break into this niche market because you know if we look at FPL or you know I know you used to do footy index content if we look at those where they were three or four years ago it's tiny tiny views and now look at FPL it's humongous and so I think yeah. the landscape is so rare could become that I'm not saying it will but it could become that and so it's a really good market to get into whilst it's still brand new because the discoverability has insane potential yeah I think um, with the content creators coming in, I think the thing with the FIFA side of things, maybe this is wrong, right? Maybe you disagree. In terms of big football creators or big FIFA creators coming in, right? If you're, if I'm a big creator and a game like So Rare exists, I'm probably hunting for a brand deal yeah. or I'm playing it on the sly. If I'm playing it because I enjoy it, I'm not going to start tweeting about it. I'm not going to start yeah. posting about it because I'm like, they have to pay for that. Saying that, they don't pay me. Like, I just do it because I love it. Yeah. I mean, they did for the one uh, World Cup video back in December, but, but it, other than that, it's all been but stuff even if, back because I love it. If they see you like as a so rare guy or promoting so rare in any way, shape or form and starting a so rare channel, I would have assumed you're paid. A lot of people would assume you're paid. I, I am yeah, a lot of people do assume I pay. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, I have like, to fight it all the time. Is this sponsored? It's not. I just love it, man. It's just so it's just only, legit. Yeah, it is. It's good fun. I love it. Um, but I think it's like a lot of big creators. I would imagine, like, aren't just going to start plugging something else because it looks like you're. It looks you're you're essentially selling something without getting paid. So it looks like you're kind of selling out that bit. And it's it's like. Even for you, you're having to drill home. I'm not getting paid. I just love this, but in the face of it, people are going to assume, "Oh, that's just another the company that pays nap." So it's like another yeah. thing that you're promoting, and then that yeah. the, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. In, in fact, like in general, it's very hard to talk about anything specifically on Twitter without getting like dickhead comments being like hashtag ad hashtag spawn, and it's like you know I'm just I'm actually just a person that is also like very susceptible yeah. to brand target marketing and stuff. Like if I see something and I like it and I tweet about it, I'm not getting paid. I've just been hit by the same crap that you guys get hit by when you're like, Oh, look at that thing. That is really cool. Like, yeah. like, you know, I, I have things and they are brands. I, if, if I was like, right, I'm not going to have, everything's going to be just like plain white tee and plain trousers and plain trainers. And I'm not wearing anything or saying any, uh, my toothpaste is an unnamed brand from Tesco's. No, not Tesco's because we can't name a brand of a shop. Yeah, my toothpaste yeah, yeah. is an unnamed brand from some random shop around the corner. Where you, I can't tell you what that is. Oh, my life would be a living hell if I had to monitor every single brand I spoke about or why. Yeah. Yet when it's something like so rare, I have to be getting paid for it. Like, oh, it's unfathomable to people that I just like the product. Yeah. Quite mad to be fair, yeah. Yeah, it is. But I think that's why, like, maybe... I don't even know. I'm pull out a random name. Like, is Castro going to go out and hit me? He DM'd me years ago because he bought us. He was like, I bought, a, I bought a blue card brother or something. What are these about back in the NFT boom? And it's like, 
I don't know. I just think is like Castro going to come out and even if he decided he loved so rare, which whatever, is he going to come out and be like, "Holy shit, this is class," or is he going to be like to his agent, "I like this game." You reach out to them. Like, well, I, I, I'd work with them. Yeah. What's he yeah. going to do? Yeah. Yeah, he'll definitely talk to his agent. Yeah. Anyway, do you believe this is from Sorare Capital? Last question: Do you believe Sorare needs slash should expand its licensing to other leagues, i.e., the Saudi League, and what limited what limit should the leagues be expanded to? For example, I, I genuinely Cup believe that if they, Super League, etc. Yeah, I think if they want to become the biggest football platform on the world, they should have every single league. I'm I'm actually massively looking forward to like female football being licensed on there. What boost that would be for the game, right? Like, like why not? Why not have the women's football on there? Why not have every division? And again, then it then it would come down to like having it in an ecosystem where you know your your top stars in the Australian league or the Indian Premier League and things like that just don't score as much as your top stars in the top leagues. Or instead of having a global all star, just have regionals where they're that's it. They're locked to the regionals. Yeah. Because good luck slapping a coefficient on where women only get a percentage of the meals. You're going to yeah. get cancelled very, very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know, like, that's not happening. Yeah. But no, I hear you. I think, like, I wouldn't say they missed a trick, but I do think, like, if you were launching the world, if you were launching female onto the platform, which has been talked about for a long time now, the World Cup was a good opportunity, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. So I was actually, I was expecting that, to be honest with you. Surprising yeah, that would have been interesting. Um... But yeah, there we go. The next part of the show is we're going to ask you for three players for this weekend and how much they can outscore their cap total by. The last thing I'll say again is just a wee so rare data plug. Please use code John Ellis if you sign up or upgrade your subscription or use the comment below. It's time of season to give it a crack. You can get two weeks for free using that link or my name. Right. Nep. Yeah. Talk to me. Three players for this weekend. And you have the luxury slash fun of football being back in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, I'm, I'm really, really excited but because of the final and Arsenal collections I've got. Like, so my, my aim for this season is, is to commit to just using these collections in full stacks for a whole season and to see if I can get 100% return on investment. And so this is week one of that. So I'm excited. Wow. Um, my first pick as well is actually going to be an Arsenal player. It's Aaron Ramsdale. His current L15 is 42 we're at home to Nottingham Forest, and so I would highly expect... 41, apparently. 41? Is that it? On so rare data? Yeah. So you're actually um, saving a wee quid there. There you go. Well, it's 40, his L15 is 42. I don't know how much he is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would expect us to keep a clean sheet against Nottingham Forest and him maybe to make a couple of saves and maybe like a keep a sweep or, or two. I reckon he's going to hit like 70 to 75 points. Okay. He's only ever hit over 70 like five times, but I like it. I like the opposite. This will be the sixth. This will so, be the oh, sixth. He's, he's done it yeah. six times, I like the All right. This will be the seventh then. Won't it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Um, number two is Danny Utkin. Utkin? Utkin. U-T-K-I-N. Danny Utkin. Yeah. So they, they're, he, he, he was a star for them last season and set piece taker and he was insane. Um, last game. He came off the bench, got two big chances created, and, and I don't know why he didn't start. He was projected to start. His L15 is only 40. They're against newly promoted Ruben Kazan, and I anticipate he'll he'll get, he'll get start and get a couple of DAs and a good AA game for him. So I think he's going to hit 80 or more points. He's actually a decently like scouty option, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's all right. In terms of like, I'll pull him up on the screen here for people to see very quick. Um, Danny Utkin. 
Rostov under twenty three. Like rare cards selling. Like the floor is not point not six, but like limited like subtenor and his scores historically are quite fun, albeit over yeah. a year ago, but still. Um, yeah, they're there. They're there. Okay. And who's the last pick? Number three is the final, um, the final transfer to Rangers. Danilo. His L fifteen is only thirty four. It's expected that he'll start the game against Livingston, and so he should bag many multiple goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I've got him at like seventy plus points as well. Okay, they're three fun picks. Last week's guest, Lagdon, scored 57, which is actually an outrageous score. I think it's our second best ever. He had Dewsbury Hall within a 40 L15, who scored 100, which was his big one. The other two guys, Bazunu and Vardy, didn't do anything special. But if any of your guys can bag 100, you're on for a big, big score. It's been a pleasure. Anything else you want to talk about before you bounce? Um, I suppose just why I don't get invited onto the show. Too much, man. Really, you know, a bit disrespectful, honestly, isn't it? I think it's like the third time. <laughs> I think there's only enough? like two people who've been on three times. Well, it has been a uh, while, though. It does feel like it's been a while. Tell you what, looking at the PSV scores, they want they're four one up with four minutes to go, and they're all in dark greens. Let me see. Anyone that's got PSV stack is living the high life right now. Is bitching game week center so rare results. Let's go and check it out. Oh. That's the wrong place to go, but still I'm on for something. Games. Right, I'm going to go and check this out. Guys, it's been a pleasure. If you like this, like it and subscribe. And go and find the Penthesis Surreal channel. Um, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye.